Welcome to the Black Belter Podcast. You're listening to episode 37. Today's guest is David Kerr. David is a legend within ITF Taekwondo. He is a four times world champion, which is the most by any male in the sport. David is also a two times Pan American champion, and in 2011 he was inducted into the WT Hall of Fame, and in 2015 he was inducted into the ITF one. Like I said already, David is a, a true legend in Taekwondo, and I really enjoyed chatting about his experiences and journey. As always, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And hope you enjoy. So what's up, David? How are you? Fine, thank you. Thanks, thanks for the, the invitation. Oh, thanks, Mina, for coming on. It's uh, I've had a couple of people alright say so far that I, I've been asking their favorite fighter, and some of them have mentioned mentioned you. You're you're a legend in the sport of ITF Taekwondo, so it's uh, it's great to have you on. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. <laughs> so uh, I suppose we start the way we start every every all these podcasts is how did you get started in, in Taekwondo? Well, uh, I started in, uh, in 1986-1987. Uh, at the time, my mom went to do her uh, her doctor degree. She's an organist, like a church pipe pipe organ, and she went to, to study in the United States. So uh, I went with her, and when we got there, like uh, I I, I like these uh, Bruce Lee movies and and things like that. So she looked up in the in the yellow pages and. Uh, she found a like a, an ad karate because in in the states uh, they call karate for like or uh, you know it's like Korean karate or yeah yeah so uh, uh, so I went to the gym and I started started training. That's that's how I started. I started with a with a my my first instructor was uh, Miss Kosher, uh, and then uh, a few years later uh, another instructor came to to town. And uh, to the to the gym where I where I, where I where I practiced, Mr. Scott, and I, I trained with him for with him with them for about uh, four years while while I lived there. And did, did you fall in love with it straight away? Was it what you were looking for after watching the Bruce Lee movies? <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I mean, uh, at first I, I was really young. I was like seven. Uh, so, uh, like the, the maybe the, the first two months, I took it kind of kind of kind of slow and then one day I I, I I I don't know what happened in class that 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 another teacher really 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 uh gave me a how do you say it uh, <laughs> well it was really hard on me and then I said oh no I'm gonna quit so I, I didn't go for another week but then I came back and then I started to to, to train uh more steadily and then after Mr. Scott came then I really started to train uh really really uh, harder for at the time so uh and then i i i i i i, pro- I got it i got progress it was it was yeah. it was kind of kind of uh quick you know yeah yeah and would you have done any other sports at that time when you were when you were younger or was it you were just t- focused on taekwondo i'm sorry would you have done any other sports at that time or were you just focused on taekwondo uh well since i lived in, in the united states i did like what kids there do like i oh, skateboarding and uh, a little bit of baseball basketball but not too much uh when i came back to brazil then i started to 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 play soccer uh uh, uh a lot and, and i tried to try to to get into a club to play soccer but it didn't it didn't happen but, you know, but while i lived there it's just just those things did you find it hard to find another taekwondo club to train in once you went back to Brazil, or was it quite easy? No, it was it was easy because it was easy, and I was very fortunate because uh, when I got here, then I I, I met my uh, uh, there was a, a gym kind of close to my house where where my teacher uh, had a just opened the gym like uh, six months before I think, and uh, I was very privileged because my teacher he was. Uh, at the time, they were uh, they were connected to the to the uh, the WTF, and uh, he had just been like uh, a second place in the Brazilian championship. But he was he was very very technical, and uh, his his he and his teacher they were very very technical in, in his and in, in, in with uh, with kicking and and uh, so I was very fortunate. And like the the, the level of, uh, of of training was much higher than in the United States. In the United States, it was more. Kind of a, like a, a hobby thing, uh, the, the way they 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 approached uh, taekwondo here. Uh, 
it's a lot of uh, uh, training, hard training for for competition. So I had a some some uh, I had to to adapt. It took yeah. a, took a lot of it took a, a lot of beatings because I I came kind of soft, you know. But so, it was good. And was that maybe were you were you excited to maybe start the competition? Was that like like you said you maybe didn't have much of it when you first started? So did did you when you had the opportunity to start competing? Did you did you jump at that opportunity? Yeah, in, in the in the United States, I competed like uh, for about uh, three four times, but it, it was it was like in, in four years, so it was, it was like one one competition a year. It was the the the, the gym there didn't didn't have that mentality. Here in Brazil, when I got here, the, the gym was all about that. So uh, when I got here, uh, like a few months later, I I, I I participated in the in the state championship, the WTF state championship here, and. Uh, soon like about a, a year later or uh uh my my my, my teacher's teacher uh, who was brazilian coach uh, afterwards he he had a, a long history in the itf because he was a student from a from a master who one of the masters who brought uh, uh taekwondo to brazil the master saying sent by general Choi. so uh so uh but in in the 80s 70s late 70s 80s they had a um, the WTF started to, to take over, so uh, so um, so he came back to the ITF in about ninety one, nineteen ninety one, and uh, then we started to we started to compete in the in the, in the ITF a lot. And how how did you find the the introduction of patterns at that time then? Yeah, well, I, I had to we had to re-examine for for the black belt at the time, so uh, we had to learn all the patterns and uh, and. Uh, in a, in a short period of time, uh, so uh, <laughs> but, but I, I kind of enjoyed it at, at the time. It was it was it was good. Yeah, would you have competed then in patterns as well, or were you mostly just sticking to the sparring? No, no. When I was young, from from I think I competed in patterns until uh, I started uh, when we changed the WTF in ninety uh, one. I competed in patterns until the the '96, until the Pan American Championships in '96. After that, uh, then I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what what grade would you have been around that time then? Uh, I'm I'm sorry. What grade? Yeah. Uh, I was a second second dog. Okay. Yeah. It's um. I know for my, my myself, I was I was competing in both patterns and sparring, and then once I got I, I've got the fourth degree in. You know, it's hard to kind of split the time between the two. So, uh, you know, I think you, you get to a point where you just have to kind of choose one and maybe go with which one is going to be uh, your best chance of being successful. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think so too. I mean, people who can do both uh, really well, it's it's uh, very talented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, at the moment, there isn't there isn't a lot of people at the moment who who are, I suppose, successful in both. Um, you have people who do both, mm-hmm. but like they're not people who are very successful in both because it's, it's such a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So then what was the first kind of major international tournament you would have went to? Well, the major, first major one was the, the Pan American Championship <coughs> in 1996. It was, uh, it was uh, in Regina, 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 Canada, in Saskatchewan. It was a master... Um, Clint Norman, who organized the, the tournament, and uh, and that was the, the first big one, the first big championship, and then you know, the first time I I, I I I succeeded in a in a in a big tournament like that. And were were you expecting that going in to like your first major tournament like that? To, were you expecting to win, or was it a bit of a surprise? No, 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 it was a, to- a total surprise. I mean, it was it was a the the level here there was was really was really. It was really good. Uh, the, at the time, I, I sparred up to seventy-one kilos, so uh, we had a, a, a lot of uh, people from Argentina that were really good. Uh, uh, we had, of course, of course, at the time, Paul Germain from Canada was still competing, and uh, he was in the division two. So it was it was really really hard. Uh, uh, it was, but it was yeah. And did you did you manage did you did you happen to fight Paul Germain at that one? Because I know you fought him in the World Championships yeah. a little bit later. So did you fight him at the yeah. Pan American Championships as well? 
Yeah, it was the first time. First time we fought. It was. Uh, we I got to the we got to the final, uh, and then we we'll, uh, and then one year later I fought him again at, at this tournament in Argentina called uh, America Cup, Copa America, and then in in 1997 at the, in the in the middle of the year and in, in the world championship in uh in russia and was it was it was it always a tough fight yeah well he's uh, he's a uh, he, he had the time he i mean he's such a talented fighter you know he could kick with with both legs and very fast and uh but uh, like I said, uh, I, I, for, in 1992, my my teacher had gone to uh, to the World Championship in Korea, and and, and he had uh, taped all, all, a lot of fights, and he had taped a lot of fights from from Paul Germain, from uh, from Pierre Gennet, from uh, from Pablo Ferreira, from Argentina, and when he brought these tapes, he he, I made a copy, and then and I started to watch him, and I and I and I really identified him. <laughs> And like the way uh, Old Jermaine fought, so I mean, I watched his fights from in, from that tournament like a million times. And then after Malaysia, the guys brought uh, in 1994, they brought a tape too, and I watched his fights then. So I mean, I was really uh, familiar to to the way he fought, and uh, and and I and I, and I mean, I, during the time I imitated him a lot. You know, I tried to do the same things he did, and and. Uh, so when I went to fight him, I I, I, I really, I, I, of course, I was very nervous. The, the other day, I think Pierre uh, Gennett he posted the, the, something on Facebook, and the, and, the, and the, the final with him with me and with, with Paul Germain was there. I mean, I hadn't seen the fight in many years. I was really uh, tense, really edgy, but um, but I didn't feel like so discomfortable because I I, I knew him a lot, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of you answered my next question there. I was going to ask, did you know who he was at the time? Because obviously, social media wasn't a thing, and it was harder to find video. So, but obviously, like you said, you answered the question. You knew, you knew exactly who he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, on the back of it, like winning the Pan Americans, I, I suppose you you would have went into the that World Championships then in in nineteen ninety seven, expecting to to win. No, I, I I was, and I mean, I was I was really nervous. Uh, I mean, like the whole thing to go to go to Russia, you know, it's a, a, a long way from a, here. A rocky <laughs> movie. The day when I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the day when we were gonna go. Uh, I had to wake up like at I don't know five in the morning, four in the morning to to get to the airport. And when I woke up and I said, "Man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna take a plane to go to Russia now to fight." I mean, I just had this this discharge of adrenaline in my body man i was in bed like so tense and i said oh man I'm, you know it was real i was really really tense for about about the, the whole thing uh but i know i didn't expect to win it at all i was just uh i just i was just going to see you know to compete and see see what happened you know for me it was all new yeah would that have been something you would have, would have had to deal with throughout your career? Maybe is is nerves and that going to competitions, or is it something you kind of got better at the the more experience you 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 gained? Yeah, for, no, for sure, I, I got I got better uh, about it. Uh, I, uh, with with time go uh, time passing, I, I got more experience. I was I was fighting better. Uh, before I started to get uh, less anxious, more and more. Uh, uh, I, I can could I could control that better for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but was there? But obviously, like you said, you had so you you're a bit, you're a bit anxious and that before the flight to to Russia, but you still managed to obviously win. So was there anything that you kind of did to maybe deal with the anxiousness and the nerves, or was it just maybe you just did you just get on with it? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, like when we got there, I mean, uh, when uh, when we got there, I I, uh, I I at the time we had to like be 71 i fought up to 71 kilos so uh i had to like do a diet and things like that and uh and i and i wasn't too 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 very well ex experienced in, in in losing weight like you know getting down i i i weighed about like 74 kilos so i had to lose about three three kilos and i i didn't know how to do it very well like these guys nowadays in the ufc and man they lose like eight eight kilos and you know it's, 10 kilos so it's it's uh but at the time i was i was very inexperienced that in that 
So in Russia, I got sick. I got I got like a flu uh, days before the, the championship. I was like in bed with a fever and things like that. So uh, I mean, just just to overcome that that thing of being with a the flu there and, and getting better to to fight. I, for me, it was like I, I was focused on that. I, I actually uh, during at the time there when I was bad i i kind of forgot about the championship you know i just said i gotta get better just to to be able to fight you know yeah so i suppose that kind of that helped deal with the nerves less focus on the competition and more focus like you said on just being able to step on the floor exactly yeah 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 Yeah. across uh, actually look across all your you fought a lot of top guys across all your world championship wins um like guys like neil ernest and even john batista and that throw um would would you have maybe a, is there any of them a stand a standout tough tough final? Well, uh, well, in, in the, the the final in uh, in Poland uh, against Neil, I mean, I I just couldn't fight. You know, he didn't he didn't let me fight. He just uh, he just killed me. So uh, for sure that 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 one that one was a uh, that one was a. Uh, uh, yeah, he he, uh, <laughs> he just he just ran me over. So. Yeah, but you but you had a win against him as well in in the final of a world championship. So. Yeah, the, the, the in two thousand and one. Yeah, two years before. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was really close. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's one of the it's one of the really hard things to do is to win uh, is to win back to back world championships. But um, as far as I understand, you won you won three in a row. Is that is that, am I right with that? Yeah, I won 97, 99, 2001, and then two, 2003, I was uh, second place. And then uh, then in 2005, I, I changed uh, weight division. I went to up to 80 at, at the time. And uh, and then I, I, I think I, I got six plates, I think. And then uh, two, two, 2007, I won uh, for the last time. And then in 2009, I got a, a bronze. Yeah. And so, like, in, in, in 1999, where were the World Championships in 1999 again? I can't, I can't fully remember. Going back to It was in Buenos Aires. In, in, in Argentina, we had a, they, they, they divided the World Championship. Like, team would, would spar in a team, team sparring, the, 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 not the finals, but the selections would, would the, the team part would, would be a, one play in, in Rosario, another in, in, in Mar del Plata, and other cities from Argentina, and then all the finals and uh, and the individual categories would be in Buenos Aires. It was a really good world championship. Yeah. That's it. It was in this this beautiful stadium in Argentina called the uh, Luna Park, uh, very very famous for for shows and for boxing matches. Really in downtown, it's a really beautiful place. It was it was great. Yeah. Would fighting in Argentina be one of uh, from a lot of people, especially here in, in Ireland, they they speak of the World Championships in Argentina in two thousand nine as the best atmosphere they've experienced. Would you would you kind of feel the same that the Argentinian atmosphere and fighting in Argentina is is a special one? In, in which one in two thousand nine or ninety nine? Either one or whichever. The either one. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Argentina, uh, uh, they're really a uh, fanatic about about Taekwondo. You know, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean. There's so many people uh, training taekwondo there. If you if you walk in Buenos Aires in the street, you you see like kids all the time with the with the dobok pants on, you know, going to train or coming back. So it's it's really big in Argentina. Um, so in that in, in that sense, it's it's really good to to to, to compete there because you, people like <laughs> they love it so much, you know, and they're the 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 the, the the stadiums are always full, and uh, it's 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 really, and it's really and it's really hard. I mean, the level there, because of that, it's it's very high and inspiring. There, are a lot of a lot of great guys there, so it's so it's it's it's, it's good to, it's good to spar there, yeah, to, to compete there. Yeah. So, the, uh, what's the what's the popularity like of taekwondo in Brazil? Then, is it comparable to Argentina, or is it completely different worlds? No, no, no. No, here, here in Brazil, uh, like, well, the ITF is is, is, is like, I, I think at the at the time we had the most practitioners. We had maybe uh, it, this was in, like in nineteen ninety 
94, 95, where we had maybe we had 3,000 tops. Uh, nowadays, I don't know if we have, I don't know, I don't think we have 500 people. I, I'm not sure, but it's, it's we have we don't have the 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 WTF on the other side is is, is re- very big here. It's really big, um, but it's not. Uh, but for sure, like uh, jujitsu here, it's it's a lot more popular. Uh, uh, Thai boxing uh, became very big here too. Judo here is is very big, very big. Uh, and then Taekwondo maybe comes in there. The WTF is pretty big. I don't I don't know how many practitioners they have here, but it's 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 big. Yeah. Do you, Do you think maybe the Olympic influence kind of affects that? Yeah, I think the thing the thing happened uh, the thing happened before um, because uh, well when the the, the whole the whole. Uh, when the WTF started to 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 to, to gain uh, power or or be be provided by the the, the South Korean government, they really came uh, in strong here uh, through the masters and 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 uh, so we had like a, a mix mix thing ITF WTF during during the the late seventies, but in the eighties it, it became uh, all WTF and. Uh, and uh, besides that, the, the, the uh, I don't know, Taekwondo became like something, uh, something, the, the, the sport of the moment here, in, 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 at least in Sao Paulo, but in, in whole Brazil. So it really, it really grew in the, in the beginning of the 1980s. And of course, in 88 with the, the Olympics and things like that. Yeah. And I mean, and they organized themselves well. I mean, uh, they, uh, they, 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 they uh, uh, graduated a lot of instructors, and the instructors they 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 teach in the the, the poor parts of Brazil. So uh, the ITF here is just for practically everybody's like middle class. You know? So it's it, it's 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 not it's not spread around, you know. Yeah, I suppose as well with the fact that you have Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, it's 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 nearly always want to be the biggest martial art in Brazil. So it's hard to compete and get and get members. From that, oh yeah, no, for sure, no. Jiu-jitsu here uh, is very big. It, it takes it takes uh, and 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 kickboxing, Thai boxing is is pretty big too. Uh, uh, like uh, yeah, they're both they're both really big. Have you ever have you tried any of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu or have you stuck to taekwondo? I, I tried it. I tried it for 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 a while. I'm 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 really good friends with. Uh, with uh, Damian Maya, you know, from uh, the yeah. UFC. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm, we're friends like since we were children. So, uh, uh, so I went to train. I trained with uh, in his gym for for some for for a while, a short time, not not so much, but uh, but yeah, I, I tried it out. I I, I think uh, I wanna I wanna get back to it, but the thing the thing is time. But I, I hope I hope it works. Yeah. Has has he tried? A, have you given him any taekwondo lessons? Yeah, well, when we were, when we were, but before he trained jujitsu, he used to do uh, wing chun, you know, kung yeah. fu wing chun, the, the crapping hands. And so when we were like kids, we were like I don't know, fourteen. Uh, we just uh, we put like gloves on and we just <laughs> just go for it, you know. So uh, at the time he wasn't, and and then we did like uh, like. Like a mixed martial, we 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 first uh, stand up and 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 and, uh, and box and kick and everything, and then we do grappling. And uh, but at the time he wasn't he wasn't uh, he wasn't he didn't even he didn't, he didn't even train jujitsu. Uh, after that, we trained a little bit. Uh, I, I went to his gym to to spar with him a few times, but not too much. So what you're saying is you you got the better of those 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 matches against Damian Moya. You have a couple of wins over him. <laughs> yeah, way back, way back then. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, you might maybe leave that bit out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe leave the fact that it was before he was good. Maybe when he was a kid. Maybe leave that part out and just say, you know, you have a couple of wins over there, me and Maya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it, uh, no, it, it was crazy because uh, it was funny because. Uh, uh, when he's training, he was training. Uh, Wing Chun, his his master was like really into 
he wanted to test uh, uh, his, his, his skills and his master was kind of so uh his master he took him like to this to this mma event but it was like really I, I i can't even describe it It was like in the beach but it was it was uh for the people who lived in the beach and uh, for, and for the people like lower class who lived there i mean for the, so it's it's just like the guys were like smoking before fighting you know it's they, they, they didn't even have a ring and things like that so we went to this uh to this thing that is he was damien was going to fight but he was going to fight in wing chun so we went there i went with a camera and filmed it all it was it was crazy like we were i don't know 15 years old 16 it was really crazy have you still got uh, is there any chance you still have that footage I, I don't have it anymore because uh, uh, I, I gave him the tape. He stayed with the tape, but I, I I haven't seen it yet. But there's like this this UFC documentary about every not everybody about a lot of fighters from the UFC. And I think there's there that he, he put that tape on the on the uh, in that documentary. They have a, a little a little a little little part of that. I, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> you haven't. You did. You didn't get a. You didn't get a mention. You didn't get any credit for filming that footage, no. <laughs> I didn't see it yet. He said I did, but I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it today. I I, I always forget about it, and then I, and then when I remember, I said, oh, "Man, I gotta go see it." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, kind of going back to your own competing career, then, um, you you were back in then to, for the three in a row in 2001. Um, how was that kind of experience in that tournament? In in in, uh, in everyone or what, what do you mean? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, so like back at your own career, then you you were back after after '99. You were back uh, when you won the world championships again in 2001. So was there any kind of standout memories from from that tournament? Yeah, well, uh, it, it's crazy because these 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 uh, first three times, uh, like I said, in in '97 I had the flu. In '99 I broke my foot like uh, a month and a half before the competition uh during uh, during chagi i hit the guy's elbow and i broke like my 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 my, my little toe like up here and uh and in 2001 i had this really uh like uh, 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 uh how do you say it uh, like a, the, the tendon here up, up in my hip i had a so uh I remember like those things a lot that that were things that I had to really uh overcome you know to and and of course after after you win uh through that whole thing and through the whole tournament it's just a incredible relief you know you just feel <laughs> so oh my god <laughs> and did, did did you find that when you started competing that those injuries kind of nearly went away for for that bit of time or did, was it something you maybe you didn't think about as when you were in the ring competing well, uh, I, I yeah, I think dur- during the competition, uh, yeah, you you I mean the adrenaline things like that kind of take over, so you can you you end up doing it, you know. Afterwards, you're 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 you're, you're broken, but uh, during the thing, it, it kind of happens, you know. And uh, uh, yeah, but there, there's for my own, there's no better feeling after. After a hard day of competing, and you're and you're sore the next day, but you but you've got the win, so so it's been all worth it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a lot of the, all all the months of training and everything and everything that happens, you know, the it's it's uh it's uh it's 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 hard, but it's 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 good at the end. It's good. Yeah, like that, when you wake up and sometimes it maybe you're thinking, did that actually happen yesterday? But when you go to get out of bed, when you go to get out of bed, you're straight. You straight away realize it definitely did happen because you're struggling to get out of bed. <laughs> exactly. So then, what kind of what kind of um, prompted the change from minus seventy one to the minus eighty kilo division? Was it you were just? Was it maybe what did you want a new challenge, or was it just minus seventy one became too hard for you to make? Yeah. No, I was just. Uh... I was getting heavier uh, in the in the Pan American in 2004. I had a really hard time to 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 cut weight, 
And then I and then I said, oh, man, this is the last time I'm going to do it. Uh, next time I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go up to 80 and, and that's it. So just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And what kind of how, how much weight would you have been cutting around that time? It was about the same, maybe one or two. I was maybe with 75, 76 kilos, something like that. Uh, but it was, for me, it was really hard. So uh, I, I, was, I, was, I was done with it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, obviously paid, it obviously paid off because you were back winning, winning a world championships at another division. Yeah, it was, it was this to, to, to change... Uh, it's it's very hard, you know, because uh, up to eighty, I I, I thought uh, in my head before I thought, well, I think the guys are going to be a little bit slower. For me, it's going to be good because uh, I always train be, being fast and moving, and you know, and uh, but when I got there, it's like they're they're not they're not slower, and and they hit a, a lot hard a lot harder, you know, and it's, the, the 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 fighting is a lot a lot tougher, you know, and I, and I ended up being. One of the lightest and uh, and and many times one of the the, the shortest too. So it was uh, it was not easy. It was not easy to adapt, but it, it ended up ended up happening. Yeah, I know you you competed in in Benidorm in the minus seventy eight kilo division. Would you have would you have liked to have seen that division around a, a bit sooner for for yourself? Yeah, yeah, could 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 have been good. Yeah, could have been good. Could have been good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I mean. No, 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 no. I, I don't, don't don't think about that too much. You know, it's what, what happened happened. You know? I suppose you I suppose you can't change that now. Um, yeah. And so, did you see any like when, apart from changing divisions and and maybe what you were expecting, bigger or slower guys or stronger guys? Did you see that there was much of a change in in fighting styles from when you would have first went to the world championships to the time in two thousand seven, and then maybe even went into twenty thirteen? Did you see? Did you see the styles changing? Oh, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Uh, when when I, when I when I when we went to the World Championship, the, the, when I went in '97, um, like I said, we we had come, we had a lot of uh, uh, this this WTF thing was was still strong in the, in the training. So we trained a lot of a lot of kicks, a lot of speed moving and, and and things like that but with the hands i wasn't i didn't have uh i wasn't good with the hands so uh of course then i i i was i was getting better but for example the thing that in europe was already and the whole the whole world was was already very strong the, the front leg was already really used and 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 we didn't use it that much we were more like uh chagis and and back kicks and back spinning kicks and and and, and uh, stepping like a uh, uh, cross stepping with the front leg for the dolio chagi. So the yop chagi wasn't wasn't uh, uh, I wasn't strong. Uh, I didn't have that 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 very strong. Uh, so uh, uh, so I, I I had to adapt to to the way they fought and 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 fight against that with the with the things I with the with the things I did. Of course, later on I started to develop yop um, chagi and things like that. To kind of uh, uh, balance things, but of course, from from 1997 to, to the last one, 2013, it's 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 huge. Uh, I think the the, the thing of uh, the control with a with a front leg in 2013, 2013 the, I, I saw these guys with like incredible control, just putting it over and kicking and and. And the thing with the, the the pressure, you know, the the distance was it was not as as far away and and relaxed. It was really tight and all the time, you know. Uh, uh, and 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 from there, back leg and really uh, uh, tight, like back kicks and coming in yeah. with the hand, you know. So uh, so the intensity and uh, it, it got really 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 different from that from the time when I competed. Uh, I competed maybe in, in the time where things were a bit more relaxed. Of course, it's like I fought uh, Stefan Tapilato in in, uh, in 1999, and, and he pressures a lot. And uh, the Europeans tend, tend to have that thing, you know, front leg and pressuring and things like that. But I think in 2013, from 
uh, it, it was it was different. Yeah, I suppose in twenty thirteen as well, you fought one of the guys who's one of the has the hardest front legs to deal with with, with Colin Adolfs. So because he's so tall and definitely, like, so he has a good front leg, and but then you add the the length of that front leg, it makes it even harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's 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 huge and uh, and he like when he at least with me, I don't know if, if always, but when he goes with the front leg, he would just uh, lift the leg and then start going. I mean, he just, he wouldn't uh, uh, advance straight because if he advanced, it's easier to, to, to cut, you know, he, yeah. but he would bring it up and then come in. So uh, you, you couldn't, you couldn't cut him, you know? So it's, 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 it was difficult, difficult to find him. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay, much harder. Yeah. And so then like, I was actually, I was only watching, I was actually only watching your final with, uh, from 2007 the other day with uh, Jonathan Batista and uh, the reverse turning kick at the end did you did you kind of feel like that did you feel like you were behind and that you needed that reverse turning kick to land to bring the match back yeah I, I, I knew I was, I was losing I said well it's, it's gonna end I, I just gotta go for it you know uh, uh, I have a good, 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 uh, good control of that technique. I, I like it a lot. Uh, uh, two years before, I, I had hit him with a back spinning kick in a tournament here in, in Brazil. A very hard back spinning kick, uh, like a knockout. And uh, so I said, I said, well, let's let's try it again, you know. So I just <laughs> did it attacking, you know. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, but was there any? There wasn't any scoring systems at that tournament, as far as I can remember, or that I'm aware of. So. It was kind of just by feel. You were kind of you felt like you were behind, like you didn't actually know the score. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody. Uh, I, I, I I think with the with the with the the score thing, I competed like in world championships two times with that. The other times was always like in the head. Well, you know, you know when you when you get hit, and uh, of course it's it's subjective to the judges, but you you kind of have a you kind of have a. Uh, uh, a thing in your head, you know. You're saying, "Well, I think I'm maybe two points behind, uh, something like that." Yeah. And uh, would you prefer to? Did you prefer competing with the scoreboard or without? Uh, I didn't. Uh, the thing is, I didn't have uh, t- too much time. I think to adapt to the to the scoreboard, you know, because they, 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 I, I fought in the in the in the in the the world championships but here in brazil it didn't happen we didn't have that here in brazil so um i didn't really have a chance to 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 play with that you know to 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 know how to use it and uh it was uh because it it really makes a difference you know it's 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 funny yeah 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 Yeah, we've been i remember the first time i would have fought with the scoring system in 2008 we hadn't it was the first time we had seen anything like that and I remember competing and it was my first time at a, a major tournament like at the World Cup in 2008 and I I was in the match and I felt like I was going great I felt like I was winning but it turned out when the match was over I looked at the scoreboard and I lost 3-1 I was like alright <laughs> that's not how I felt it was going but uh, like that yeah you, you develop and you get you get, you get get used to you get used to figuring out and taking a glance at the score your coach gets used to letting you know what the score is but yeah it definitely takes getting used to um, when you're not used to it yeah yeah for sure. And um, so, would you say the sidekick was the biggest kind of thing that kind of changed that you had to change to your own game as you started to bring it, introduce the sidekick into your into your style? Uh, yeah, I think so. The sidekick and and, and to get better with the hands, you know, um, to 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 get more. Uh, uh, because for 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 a long time. Uh, uh, I just I just used like I put my right hand forward and I would just like uh, clash in and, and hit with the with that with the uh, but then I, I I started to develop more things you know to attack with a, with a jumping punch to to counter with a with a jumping punch to to hit to the to the body you know to hit to the liver so uh, I started to get gain more tools and uh, that that really got me more confident you know to to. To, to fight yeah yeah so do you, w- would you have a, a favorite tournament out of all those championships out of the four world titles that you won do you have a, a favorite do you have a standout one nah I don't I don't it's 
each one is each one is uh each one is some, something different you know it's uh each one is a is a is a is a, is a unique adventure you know <laughs> yeah uh, i suppose they maybe they maybe they all kind of stand out for for different reasons yeah exactly yeah would you would you have a standout country that you've kind of visited like in terms of just an overall maybe not the result but just in terms of the feel or the vibe or the country would you have maybe a standout one ah uh, it's really hard to say i mean uh uh for sure like uh the the world championship in, in italy in 2001 like the city it was in rimini it was great you know we stayed at this really uh, really nice hotel we could ride bikes and go to with the bikes to the world championship so uh it was the the, the feeling there was really great uh, i really felt good there um uh i think maybe the the this in terms of the atmosphere of the city and things like that probably probably there was the the best one yeah and uh so uh, since competing have uh have you went into coaching and maybe and teaching your own classes and teaching your own club yeah, well, I, I've been teaching for for I don't know for I think 30, 30, 31 years now, thirty two. I don't know. I, I, I no, I, I'm sorry. I, I I've been doing taekwondo for 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 thirty two. We're in th- we're in two thousand we're in two thousand twenty for thirty three years. I've 30, 33, 33, 34 years. I've been doing taekwondo. Uh, I started teaching in in nineteen nineteen ninety. 93 i think so i've been teaching for a long time you know uh, a long time yeah. and uh and nowadays yeah, I, I always enjoyed teaching a lot very i always enjoyed it uh, uh i think i think teaching is something that really helps uh for you to to organize organize your ideas and organize things you know uh, how how you how you how you did that how you how you how can I teach this to another person and, and make sense in a whole, you know, in a, in a whole way? And how do the, the person can do it and inspiring? So it kind of helps you to to do the same thing too and organize your thoughts. So it's uh, I, I've always 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 enjoyed it very much. Yeah, making it if you have to break it down into to be clear and simple for somebody else, it can help make it clear and simple for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And so as. Have you had many? Have you had any uh, kind of champions come out of the club, or is the goal to have any world champions come from the club? Yeah, un- unfortunately, I, I haven't. Uh, I've had, I have, I've had a student of mine, uh, Emilio Rodriguez, who, who now lives in Spain. He went to two world championships uh, in, in Italy and Poland, uh, but he was the only one that 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 went to world championships. So I didn't, I didn't have anybody. Uh, his his brother was very talented, uh, he, but he ended up ended up going to fight in uh, in uh, in mixed martial arts, and uh, so unfortunately, I, I didn't have anybody. Uh, I have a student now that was a South American champion last year. Maybe he will. Maybe he will uh, want to go to world championships. Let's see. It's. Uh, I think. I think the thing uh, about this. Uh, uh, I think there are two things. First is that you really have to dedicate yourself, and you really have to be uh, full, fully committed to, to 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 doing this kind of thing, you know, to 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 fight a world championship and to to, to be successful in one. And the other thing is that you know, since we, it's like a, it's an uh, amateur uh, in this kind of uh, amateur sport in this in this kind of thing. It's it's hard, you know, uh, people. Many times they don't want to, don't want to have, don't want to have to pay for everything and do all that. So it's, uh, and for us, like the, the conversions, like to go to Europe, it's you're going to spend a lot of money. You know, the the, the, the our 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 money here is much more. Uh, it's worth less, so it's 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 kind of hard, you know. Yeah, that's. It's always a it's always a challenge when you when you're not funded when you have no uh, financial support trying to get to these tournaments like. We have to, uh, not to the extent, obviously, that maybe Brazil would have, but still, we're not funded, and it can be a challenge, and it does sometimes affect the 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 quality of the team that we can send because sometimes people have to take a take some time off, they have to skip a tournament, and so it's up and down. It's always a challenge that people face. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but would you say maybe the goal would be at some stage, at some point in time, to have a world champion come come from the club? Oh, I mean, it would be, it would be, it would be awesome. Uh, it'd be awesome. I, I, I really, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see, let's see what happens. Uh, it's, it's, it's. It, it, I mean, like I said to my, my students, you can you can count on me. But I mean, it's for you to be if you want to win and if you want to take it, you you have to take it seriously. You know, you have to have to go for it. Uh, you have to you have to study. You know, you have to come to class, but you have to go home and you have to to watch uh, other people fighting, uh, understand what they're doing, and, and then we can talk about it. I'll I'll, I'll watch it with you, and uh, and we, when we and, and try to put that into you what you're gonna do. I mean, I mean, you have to you have to learn by yourself too. You know, you can't be always just depending on your structure. So it's really up to the it's really up to them too. You know, would would you have any? Would you think about coming back and going to a going to a World Cup and maybe competing the veteran in any of the veterans divisions, or are you completely you've completely stopped training and stopped competing? Uh, I, I I don't know I don't know. Uh, uh, nowadays I I, I I I still train I still train uh, three 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 four times a week uh, like do do train taekwondo and do a gym you know like uh, weightlifting things like that. Just to just to, to be able to 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 train taekwondo, you know, because <laughs> yeah. nowadays if I don't do weight weightlifting and things like that, I think I'm just my, my body will just if I kick out, you know. But uh, I don't know to compete. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 my my life. Uh, has, I, I still enjoy. I enjoy, maybe I enjoy training nowadays more than I enjoyed the, the last year as I was competing. You know, uh, nowadays I feel I feel more relaxed training. I don't have the that, the pressure. You know, things like that. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, do you find this maybe more more fun now than without the pressure of of having to prepare for a competition? Yeah, well, well when you have to, it's. Uh, yeah, you. If you're gonna compete and things like that, you. I mean, you. You. You have to be really focused in that. It's. It's. Uh, at least for me, you know, it's. It's hard for me to. To okay, I'm gonna train things, and then my mind. No, no, no. I'm gonna, like, I don't know. My mind kind kind of gets really uh, obsessed about it, you know. So I, I train, and then I. So I'm gonna watch this, and I'm gonna, you know. And I'm, what am I going to do wrong? And so I watch the videotape of the training, and I try to, you know, to to really get things uh, better, you know. So it's 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 a little bit tiring, you know. Yeah, and how, how have you found actually with the with the club and the, and teaching classes with the with the coronavirus? Have you got have you had to close your closure your gym down or or anything? Or yeah. are, you, are you teaching online classes? Yeah, the the gym the gym is closed. Uh, everything I, I, t- I teach in a gym. I teach in a I teach in, in two gyms and I teach in a school, and everything's closed. I've been giving uh, like private classes uh, through through uh, through the internet and uh, and and classes to to uh, some gyms. Uh, a gym and uh, from Christian Oroliani from from Italy, from Master uh, Carlos Martin in, in Spain. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do a class now for Argentina for Juan Silva, so it's uh, I've been doing that, you know. Yeah, and throughout your time, a lot of, it's a big thing that you see maybe that you see now, and I suppose and even at the time before, uh, Thomas Barada uh, would have went into kickboxing, and uh, Stefan Tapaladu, somebody else who competed in other martial arts, would was there was there ever a time where you would have tried or tried a different martial art like kickboxing or or anything like that? Or were you yeah. always strictly taekwondo? No, no I, I, one time um, I, uh, because a friend of mine uh, was was in contact with the guys from uh, from Waco here in Brazil, so I competed in, in a Waco, uh, the Pan American Waco tournament here, and uh, and th- that was the, the the only time I, I did something uh, different like that. Uh, it, it, it was sometimes I kind of regret it, like maybe at the time. Uh, Damien, my friend, he he, uh, he started to train jiu-jitsu. Maybe I should have started training with him, 
and I could be a could have maybe gone into a, into a mixed martial arts at the time it was it was really growing but um, I don't know I was really really into taekwondo and uh, had my objectives there so it was uh, yeah it didn't happen yeah yeah, like that there's a there's a lot of people kind of crossing over and uh i suppose like that, a lot of people want to go and try try mixed martial arts um to try get to the ufc and uh, like we kind of mentioned that the having to pay to compete at, at a high level in taekwondo is is a challenge when you can go to other sports and get paid to compete at the highest level yeah of course yeah for sure for sure yeah um I think actually we might we, we might nearly wrap it up, but actually, but before we do, if you had to pick, uh, if you had to pick a favorite fighter yourself, it doesn't have necessarily have to be taekwondo. It could be, it could be MMA, it could be boxing, it could be any any sport. But if you had to pick a favorite fighter, who who would you pick? Ah, uh, that's really hard. Man. That favorite <laughs> fighter is really hard. I I could say a list of favorite fighters, but one it's it's hard. In taekwondo, I mean, I admire so many people. Uh, Paul Germain for sure, uh, Thomas Barada for sure, uh, Pablo Ferreiro from Argentina. I really admire these guys. Uh, Pierre Gennet. Uh, uh, I mean, it's it's uh, and a, and like a I, I, in a kickboxing that uh, I forgot his name now uh, uh, from 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 Holland, uh, the the lightweight you know with the with the two stars here and his shoulder. He used to fight uh, the K1, the K1 Max uh, um, tournament in Japan. Raymond Deckers. And, and no, after after he went, he had like two oh. stars uh, tattooed on his shoulder here. Uh, oh. uh, his name is gone. From I me. forgot his name. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's fantastic. You know, uh, in in in, uh, in MMA, I, I of course I like the, the guys uh, Anderson Silva here from Brazil. Of course, Demi Maia, he's not. Uh, a stand-up fighter but i mean the ground is it's 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 just beautiful to see him to see him fight you know it's there's a lot of people you know yeah so some good names a mix between a mix across all sports and um, like i said some people have <laughs> uh some people have picked uh have, have said you you have been their favorite fighter so to hear your favorite fighter then is is good um wow. so yeah um i think we'll wrap it up um uh, thanks a million for coming on and um, there's some good stories there like i said already you're, you're a legend of the sport i don't think anybody else has uh foreseen your world titles um so you're out you're out on your own with them <laughs> well th- thank you very much jamie thank you very much for for, for the invitation it was, it was a pleasure to do it thanks so much yeah thanks for coming on. hopefully we'll be back training and properly soon and all that stuff so uh anyway, we'll keep safe and stay well okay you too bye-bye